0: Charlotte won the belt again? Yeah, can you believe that shit? Last minute title change right before our pay-per-view. Great. Maybe now that
1: she's a five-time champ, she can afford to get a rap fix. Oh, Mom. It's time for... Uh, another Wrestling Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another wrestling podcast. This is episode 172. I'm Credo. I'm Angry Cooter. 172 episodes, crew. That's a lot of fucking talk. A lot of talk. A lot of time. Another AnotherWrestlingPodcast.com to catch up on everything we've ever said. It's a lot, of, lot to do. But, uh, you know, there's past interviews. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, out this week in Parts Unknown is Minority Mike. He'll be back next week. We'll find out if he is a true survivor of the series. This weekend, a big Survivor Series show happening... War games going on. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but first, let me just uh, break out the champagne. James Ellsworth has been released. You're such a hater. Best in your future endeavors, Mr. James Ellsworth. Finally! Cooter, it's been too long. <sighs> this is the happiest
0: is news good. that I've heard from you, Credo. <laughs> I mean, has nothing to do with more page nude leaks or or like AJ Styles is in the match instead of Jinder Mahal against Brock Lesnar. No. Nope. What gets your jollies going is the release of the great James Ellsworth. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> He's got kids and a family to support, man.
1: Hey, hey, hey. There's already one guy who has that gimmick. But still, <laughs> James, James Ellsworth, I mean, I loved him when he came in and Braun Strowman killed him and then ever since then, you know, took off. He had his little bit of a run. I don't know. I don't know why they... I have no idea why. Like, Vince looking at this... Uh, he he just probably had nothing else to do. He was bored one day and he was like, "Fuck okay, it, give him a contract. We'll we'll see what he can do." I don't My know what God. the hell. That's worst Vince McMahon impression. But uh, like, I have no idea behind him. Like, and I'm not making fun of his chin. I mean, that's like uh, he's got that cleft power. Or do they call? I don't know what they call it. Those, you know, your body shaming, bro. Your body shaming. Body shaming. Oh Jesus! It is 2017. It's the year of just fucking everything. Shaming, harassments It's okay. It's America, right? But, you know, it had nothing to do with his chin on my part. Like, I didn't hate him because that. It was just like, for me, you know, there's tons of awesome and talented wrestlers out there in the indies who, like, work their ass off day in, day out, uh, and just can have a, a total package. You know what I'm saying? They have everything. They can wrestle. They can talk. They can do all this. And here comes along James Ellsworth, the fucking Cinderella story. Poor oh, Jimmy. Oh. He, he fit it and it, they gave it to him. And I, man, I, like, A, it's good because, hey, they're, they'll fucking take anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it, it must have been good for indie wrestlers out there because it was like, hey, if they're gonna fucking pick James Ellsworth, they could fucking pick me next week, you know? So it kind of has that, like, hey, you know, anything could happen. But then at the same time, it's like. The fucking dude made it on the main roster. Didn't have to go in NXT. Didn't have to fucking do all that bullshit for two years or a year. The dude had a run on the main roster, and you know he had a fucking cha- he had a more championship ch- matches than Jer- Chris
0: Jericho. <laughs> yes, tweeted. I saw the tweets. Yes, oh my god! And but still, I don't know. Can I tell you why you're wrong now? All right, are, are you are you done being happy and shit? <laughs> I'm still happy.
1: Nothing could ruin this now.
0: Oh, this is why you're wrong. James Ellsworth made it to the rain roster. Listen, with our superstars, we need scrubs, we need bones. I mean. Come on, who's a bigger bum than James Wellsworth? And listen, he did his job and he did it very well. And that's why you hate him. It's not because of the you want to be a politician. Oh, there's so many better guys. Like, yeah, we know there's better guys, but we need bums for them to beat up on Credo. And that was his job, and he did it very well. And he made it to the main roster with one lucky line on one lucky promo. Any man
1: with two fists has a chance. Come on now. Uh, yeah, but hey, it's still uh, it's still good because you know what? Next week James Ellsworth won't be on TV. So that's a good for thing for us. Uh, but wait, do you think they're going to like do you think Impact or something like that will take him like
0: Oh my god. Could you imagine? He's going to be the he's going to be the highest paid member of the roster. Now the Cowboy James Storm has is now departing from Impact Wrestling, creator. Jo-
1: joining Impact this week is Jim Bellsworth. Fucking, but hey, man, hey, you know, yes, good for him. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, I I felt so bad for Carmela too because that was probably like, it was just she didn't need that, you know. I she was totally, I, I loved her with Enzo and Cass, the whole little New York, Brooklyn, whatever gimmick, and that was great. Then they split her up with Enzo, and it was like, and she never moved up, and then she finally moved up. And then she fucking gets stuck with James Ellsworth, but whatever. They um, had some good segments, though. Come on.
0: I know. I just too much hate. Shopping, I loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious.
1: It's okay. Dressed him
0: up like a G instead of the, that fucking stupid T-shirt that sold out on
1: WWE.com Dot com, in the John Cena line. I want to know how many fucking people. I want to know how many those T-shirts sold. Uh, you know, like. Five hundred thousand T-shirts. If, uh, if you're a James Ellsworth T-shirt buyer, please contact us. We want to hear from you. Why? Why, why did you make that decision? So, uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, I'll, I'll put that James Ellsworth, you know, in my back pocket. I won't brag too much or be happy. You're too just dropping it
0: in now, bro. Come on, move it along.
1: <laughs> but uh, all right, all right, moving right along. You know, uh, with that, with James Ellsworth on the way out, Jason Jordan is also on his way out off of the Survivor Series team because say hello to my Triple H. You know, he's back. Uh, who knows what's going to happen, but he... Dude, I could Yeah, so much heat. The whole segment where Jason Jordan was fucking crying or whatever, begging uh, his dad, Kurt Angle, Please? to fucking... Ki-
0: dad. Everybody oh, was
1: booing God. the shit out of him. Listen to the fucking fans, WWE. They don't care about Jason Jordan, and they sure as hell don't care about this angle, and I hope... I hope that's why they just fucking took him off that team. Because, like, when you looked at the team for Survivor Series, Jason Jordan stuck out like a fucking sore thumb. And, man... One of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah, which one is not like the other? And that's exactly... (laughs) There you go. Oh, man. So much heat from James Ellsworth to fucking Jason Jordan I have on some wrestlers. But still, I'm happy about it. I'm glad to see him back. You know, the Triple H usually comes around this time from from now to WrestleMania. Then he takes his days off. But, uh... What would you think about this, Cooter? I mean, uh, the return of Triple H on on Team Raw. This is this is going to be a good SmackDown. I mean, this is going to be a good uh, Survivor Series.
0: I do feel bad for Jason Jordan because, I mean, the guy can't talk on the mic worth of shit, and you've heard me say that he's made Roman Reigns look like Shakespeare on the mic. I'm just saying, and that's hard to do. I mean, that's really fucking hard to do, Credo. But at the same time, he's had gems with matches with Finn Balor, with John Cena, with Roman Reigns, And he just can't be the face. I mean, and a lot of people are saying, who does this remind you of? The Rocky Maivia. And oddly enough, it was Survivor Series where he debuted. So who the hell knows? I mean, Jason Jordan could be headed for the biggest heel term with a a great fucking story behind it. Because let's be honest, a lot of people are more comfortable working as a heel as opposed to a face because it's very easy to get people to hate you. I mean,
1: I'm living proof <laughs> of that. Come well, on now. Well, he's already got everybody hating him. Exactly. So just let's him. turn him heel now. There you go. <laughs> man, you know, one of the biggest things that happened in 2017, we'll have to have a nice year-end review or something at the end of the year, but, man, one of the biggest mistakes I think they ever did was breaking up American Alpha. Like, fucking, it would have been a fine tag team, great tag team, but just to break them up for for this fucking angle with Kurt Angle. Jeez. Anyway, uh <laughs> Jason Jordan, bye Felicia. You know that's pretty much I'm uh, I'm done with Jason Jordan. Did
0: not just say that. I, oh,
1: I had no idea. I had no idea what's going on. Cooter, I am probably going to get a lot of heat for this, uh, but Charlotte, I am over her winning women's championship. Man, this is the she is now a seven-time I believe women's champion. She's been a Divas champion, a four-time. Uh, I believe it was four-time Raw Women's Champion. Oh, now, now, now she's a, a SmackDown Women's Champion. Fucking six times, seven times in two years. This isn't like in five, six, seven years. This is within two years. She's been like a six-time champ. I'm over it. I what the fuck? They
0: have, have some many credo, girls credo. in there. No, no. I'm taking you to Marcourt. <laughs>
1: Let me, let me state my case, because uh, I believe we're going to be judged on this next week from uh, the Honorable Minority Mike. <laughs> so, your, your Honor, as you're listening, uh, let me let me point out a few things in my case here. First off, Your Honor, Charlotte Flair. She's been a one-time Divas Champion, a four-time Raw Women's Champion, and now the SmackDown women's champion a six-time main roster women's champion now you think oh six times of okay that's you know people have had uh, long reigning championships but she had four fucking times for the raw women's champion in one year within two years she's had the women's championship whether it's smackdown or raw five times five time champ within a not even not even a full two years Uh, Not even a full year, I don't think. This is still happening from last year when she had the the matches with uh, uh, Sasha. But still, all this, though, happened. Because this week, not only did we see 30 for 30 with Ric Flair, then we see Charlotte win the championship. Is this playing favoritism? I think so, Your Honor. Favoritism because Ric Flair. Even after he said he slept with 10,000 women. Are you kidding me? You're going to give her the Women's Championship again one week before Survivor Series. One week you couldn't let Natalia Nighthart go against the Raw Women's Champion at Survivor Series. We had to let her lose it one week before the big show just to have Charlotte Flair in the spotlight again. Now here, my closing arguments are basically she's a five-time, six-time. I keep losing track of how many times she's held the championship within a year. But regardless of how many times, still, there's other women on the SmackDown roster who are more deserving to hold that championship, Your Honor. And I have to say, with her father coming out with her his little ESPN 30 for 30, and then her winning it, eh, I think that's plain favoritism. Like, hey, you know, my daughter, my son's on the team. Maybe you could show them something. Uh, maybe you can, you know... Let them carry the ball to the touchdown. Let them win that one game for them. And that's what I'm seeing right here. I'm seeing favoritism at the end of the day, and I'm hating it. You know, Charlotte, she's a good athlete, but at the end of the day, I hate it. Your Honor, the
0: Honorable Mike Colon, uh, let me begin by saying thank you for having us in your court I would also like to say that is a lovely robe you're wearing for a jabroni. Um, For my opening statement, I would just like to say, don't be fooled by this Mark of all Marks credo. He's not upset that Charlotte Flair is carrying the belt. It's his favoritism towards the Hart family, because he's a Hart Mark. It started with Brett. He he puts the Heart Foundation last week as one of his favorite tag teams of all time. He's just a mark for the hearts. Don't be fooled by the title reigns. And you bring up six title reigns. It's only five on the main roster. The Divas title was defended at WrestleMania and in a triple threat match against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, which gave them the new women's champion. So they retired in an old belt. So I guess technically she's a six-time champ, but technically she basically defended her belt at WrestleMania. So I'd also like to say she had three losses to Sasha Banks in a six-month period. That's not her fault. That's bad booking. That's just shit booking. She was booked as a dominant champion. You finally had somebody take the belt off of her. It went back and forth too much. Let's get rid of two of those reigns. Let's call her a three-time Raw champ, a one-time SmackDown champ, and a one-time NXT champ. Your Honor, Mike Colon, I would also like to say, who on the SmackDown roster is going to be a believable champion to go up against the Goddess? I mean, Natty Nathart, is she a deserving champion? Yes. But this is a business, Your Honor. Is Natty Nighthart putting the butts in the seats? No, I think not. It's the legacy of Charlotte Flair. And are they using the 30 for 30? Yes. And rightfully so. Because this is now a family dynasty. She is, outside of Oscar, probably the most dominant women's champion on either roster right now. There's nobody who does it better. Not Sasha Banks, not Bailey, not Becky Lynch. All mid-card talent, in my opinion. The creme de la creme in the women's division is Charlotte Flair. I rest my case, Your Honor. Peace, bitches.
1: Right, for my closing argument, I want to once again state that this was favoritism. This was not athleticism. Charlotte Flair has had her chance at the championship championship multiple times within a year's time. She does not need to be a seven-time, eight-time, nine-time champion within the amount of two years. Leave the championship alone. Put it on somebody else.
0: I would agree with Credo. It is favoritism. But in this case, Your Honor, favoritism puts butts in seats. People want to see a believable champion hold that belt. And who better? than Charlotte Flair. To be the woman, you gotta beat the woman. Woo!
1: Tune in next week for Minority Mike's Decision. Well, guys, uh, a big weekend. The last of the big four pay-per-views for WWE uh, and last of the big four, I guess, now for NXT. But we have NXT War Games coming up this weekend along with Survivor Series. But let's get right into War Games, Cooter. This is uh, something we didn't think we'd ever see. Well, we didn't think we'd see on the main roster, but Triple H liked the idea, and they, you know, they all throw in the Dusty Rhodes. How so was his idea? And they kind of like keeping that little Dusty Rhodes legacy alive down in NXT. So, this Saturday night in Houston, Texas, we have a War Games. Uh, a lot of matches going on. Let's start our way from the bottom, work our way up to, to the top of that War Game uh, match. But, uh, Cooter, let's uh, let's get right into it, shall we? Uh, maybe some picks, some stuff. We don't have to linger on it too much, but I don't know. The, let's talk about what's happening this weekend. Uh, KO, not Kevin Owens, but Cassius Ono is going against Lars Sullivan, the man with the big hands. Uh, Cooter, what do you think about this? Uh, is it like Beast versus Belly, or how do we do How? What kind of match oh, is this? Jesus. Cassius Ono is a veteran, and there's a lot to be learned
0: from somebody like him, especially this Lars Sullivan. If you ask me, he's, uh, he's a mixture of Sam Martino looks-wise and uh, kind of works like Psycho Sid. So uh, this could be an interesting little match. This guy's getting a little bit of a push, and, you know, he's at the bottom of the card, but at least he's
1: on the card, so good for him. Yeah, I think it's it, it'll definitely be a nice little spotlight for Lars to – to come out of the woodwork, if you will. Uh, he's definitely... Uh, we saw him in Poughkeepsie. He's a beast. He's definitely a guy I could see going one-on-one with like a Brock Lesnar kind of a thing. But in due time, uh, I think he still definitely needs like a few a years, two down there. Definitely, he's going to be around for a while uh, down in NXT. But it's it's going to be nice to see what happens as he progresses. But either way, you know, Cassius Ohno is a big guy. Lars is a big guy. I think we're going to be surprised by this match. Uh, I'm hoping for it to be... An enjoyable one. But I, I, I think these guys are going to beat the shit out of each other, maybe. Uh, that's what it should probably happen. I don't know. But th- two big guys going to get war with each other. It's going to be nuts. So, uh, moving right along. Alistair Black versus VD. The Velveteen Dream. <sighs> it- just a sigh for me, the Velveteen Dream. Out of anything, Patrick know, Clark could have picked. He's on your James uh, Ellsworth. He's list. on the list. He's on the With list. Who else?
0: There was somebody else that you added to the. Oh, and uh, Mister Happy to be there.
1: Just Jason, Jason Jordan. Jordan. Uh, that could be the Survivor Series team of fucking people I just hate. But Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream. This is kind of like the Velveteens first big angle on a pay-per-view kind of thing, I think. I mean, he's had, like, little things. They haven't really given him much, but he's kind of been working with Alistair uh, the past few weeks and, you know, as the antagonist, uh, just messing around with him, you know, running in on his matches. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, he is a talented wrestler. Uh, I just hate his fucking name. But what do you think about this? I mean, Alistair Black, I think they want to fucking skyrocket him ASAP. I think... We might even see him leave NXT after this match. I don't think he really even needs to be around NXT that much longer, depending on what they want to do. But man, they they would sure put Aleister Black on the main roster in a heartbeat. But Cooter, at the end of the day, who's winning, AB or VD? I'm
0: I'm not picking a winner. I think uh, you know Aleister Black still has some stuff to learn. We haven't heard him much on the mic, yeah. except when they started this program with Velveteen Dream and. That promo was putting me to sleep, so I think he needs to work on promo skills. Uh, but you know what? He's he's an incredible worker, and he'll be on the main roster for sure. Your boy, the Velveteen Dream, is taking a chance with this character. And I'm telling you right now, he's finally on an NXT TakeOver card. He needs to bring it. Yeah. I mean, this this is this is his moment to show what he's got. So, I mean, this, this could be uh, an interesting match. It
1: could be a show stealer. You don't know. Definitely. Two great matches so far. NXT is definitely having, uh, you know, little giving us a little taste of something of what's to come. Uh, but now this is a, a big one, and uh, I think we're, we might even be in agreement on who might win this one, but the NXT Women's Championship is happening. Carrie Sane, who had her little... Uh, a little second-place win on the, <laughs> the May Young Classic. Peyton Royce, Amber Moon, and Nikki Cross, all going for the NXT Women's Championship. Cooter, a women's match. All these women, I think, are very well, I think, deserve uh, the NXT Women's Championship, except for Keri Usain. Uh, you racist! You racist! <laughs> I'm she pick- didn't kill any dolphins, Credo! Stop saying
0: shit like that!
1: That's <laughs> Up, bro? I, I, I didn't even say anything, but I, uh, you know, but anyway, I, I, it's a, it's an argument to get into another day. But I'm saying she needs to be around more. She can't have like three matches and have the women's championship. Peyton Royce. Has been pro- is probably the senior to all these uh, girls in the match. Amber Moon, I'm surprised they didn't give it to her when she fought Asuka the past few times uh, at whatever pay per views it was. And then Nikki Cross, I mean, I'll tell you what, I would love to see Nikki Cross win the championship. You know, some could say, hey, she probably should pay her dues a little bit more, but at the same time, you know, the fans love her. She's in a great, you know, gimmick stable kind of thing right now. Uh, but, you know, uh, if I had a give an order, if you had to give me an order, Kuder, before you even say who wins, What's your order of who should win the championship out of all this? Because I'm who curious. Who should win? Yeah, from like the first person that definitely should win it, this person, and then so on and so forth.
0: Uh, you know, it's and this is all conjecture because I, I think Nikki Cross uh, has been there long enough to, to hold it. Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, and then Kairi Sane. Um, that's the way it should be. I honestly believe that uh, either Peyton or Nikki are taking this. I think we're going to see uh, – Shayna Baszler uh, threw Kyrie Saint out of the belt, and I think Akil has to take it afterwards because I don't see a face taking advantage of a distraction finish like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going either Peyton
1: Royce or Nikki Cross for the upset. For sure. You know, in my little order, I I would definitely put it on Peyton. I think she's paid her dues a lot more than all these other girls, just being in NXT a lot longer. uh, She could
0: so much sexier with a belt around her. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) And, hey, you know, so I I think I'm definitely hoping Peyton or uh, Nikki Cross win this. I would like to see either of those two win, especially Amber Moon. I mean, like, I haven't seen so much of her before she came to NXT, but... You know, I think she did a lot of she did some great matches with Oscar, uh, and I'm surprised they just didn't give it to her when that happened, uh, or if they almost pulled an audible to where she was supposed to win it. Maybe then that's when she had that injury and then never got it, and and so on and so forth. But I don't know. But at the end of the day, no, carry Sane, please. I don't. She's she needs to stick around for a little racist,
0: racist. Not another one. Eh, I feel like I'm outlet chopping.
1: Send all that's, your, not, that's not cool, man. Crito, you need <laughs> to stop that. <laughs> Send the hate mail to Angry Cooter at... Moving 8- along, moving <laughs> along.
0: Drew McIntyre versus Andrade Cien Almas with Selena Vega.
1: Yo, yeah, uh, yeah, out, of, out of all the matches, I'll tell you what, out of all the NXT champions and championship matches they've had, I'll tell you right now, the only thing I see... Ha- I see Andre Andrade fucking ACA, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I can't... Too many names. I see him winning the the championship. Believe it or not, this weekend. If I had a guess, I mean, I don't see Drew hanging on to it too much longer. He's another guy that I'm like, the dude's great. Just send him back to the main roster. We don't need him in NXT. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 don't see a long reign out of the NXT Championship with him. I don't know. Do you, do you see that? I, th- I think it's almost time to just give it, give it. A, yeah, I, I it agree a, with you. An experiment, the experiment, Andrade experiment, uh draw if you will. Uh,
0: I, think- I, I think he's a way better worker than Drew McIntyre. And uh, let's be honest, his his character as of late has been kind of stale and boring. And I really just don't enjoy Drew McIntyre as a champion. Uh, so. I think he needs to move up, and I think, uh, yeah, let's let's get some new blood in there. Because Andrade, he has done nothing but steal shows. I mean, him and Gargano have had great pay-per-view matches. Uh, just anybody he works with, whether win, lose, or draw, it's it's a fun match to watch, and I, I really enjoy his work. So,
1: yeah, I mean. Uh- I just—it's one of those things. Like, if you look at it, the the pictures on the wall. Who are you gonna pick? Who's gonna win? And I don't know. Part of me just says uh, Andrade, even if it's you know interference from uh, Vega or whatever. So I don't know. It's a, the NXT Championship match, and it's not even the main event. So that's why I'm like, eh. But at the same time, I could see it changing hands. Uh, but let's get to the name of the game: War Games. Uh, It's a triple threat. The authors of Pain versus the Undisputed Era versus Sanity. And I'm sorry, the authors of Pain with Roderick Strong. So it's not really. (laughs) It's the one, the. (laughs) The, you know, the fucking. The odd man out. He's part of their team. So. uh, We've never seen war games in the modern era in WWE. They never. Used it. It was the last time we saw it was in WCW, I believe, right? I mean, that was, you know, I, I guess it's one of those things to where Vince didn't want to use it because he didn't come up with it. I don't know. It's just one of those things, right? But uh, Dusty Rhodes, we, we've heard it, we've seen the video. He came up with War Games. It was his idea, uh, and you know, uh, Triple H took it and ran with it, and that's why they're having it down in NXT and Cooter. I mean, two rings, cages. There's a lot of rules. One man enters. Whatever. Uh, are you excited for this? Do you think it's it just adds another different element to NXT?
0: Oh, I love it. I've been waiting for something like this for years. And quite frankly, I'm actually glad that's happening in NXT as opposed to the main roster because the matches just seem to be so watered down. In NXT, they seem to have more of a free reign to do some stuff. The one thing that bothers me is, is is these fucking Marks on the internet. Oh, they bitch and compl- They find something to bitch. And compl- oh, it was Dusty's creation, and now <laughs> WWE is bastardizing it. Shut the fuck up, Mark. Enjoy the match. Just enjoy <laughs> yourself. Stop being such a whiner. And then uh, you hear these other ones. Oh, it's not going to be the, the traditional cage. It's not going to happen. T- Who gives a fuck if it has a top on there? We got three teams, two rings beating the shit out of each other. And because there's no roof on the cage, expect to be some dives at some cool spots, and not a botched power bomb like fucking Sid did to Brian Pillman. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, come on, man. They're learning from that mistake. You're gonna see some cool shit in this match. I guarantee it. Stop being a bitch and enjoy the shits.
1: Yeah, this is <laughs> gonna be great, dude. Uh, hey, man, you, you said it all right there. And you know, I hope it's a, a staple in every year. Like it's Survivor Series, and then NXT has War Games. That's a fucking weekend for me right there. That's awesome. So I hope they really uh, do great with this match. I really hope they NXT always seems to set the bar before the weekend, and then you know the main roster barely can uh, follow it sometimes. And you know they are the bar, right? Um, mm. You know what? You know what bothers me about this card is is, is a
0: match that's on the undercard. Or it'll it'll air on Wednesday because they'll do a TV taping over yeah. there. It's, it's actually Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunn. The UK champion.
1: But they're not airing it.
0: No, but it'll be on like the next episode of NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, Because they always have like a couple of matches after like NXT Brooklyn. And it just happens to be the next episode for the the weekly show.
1: Do you want to hear me bitch about that match? Why? What do you have against that match? You have a guy from Ohio wrestling in Houston for the United Kingdom Championship. I don't think it's for the
0: title. I think it's just the matchup.
1: Oh. I thought it was the UK title. No, it's like... just two great
0: workers beating the piss out of each other. <laughs> so uh, you're another fucking mark and needs to stop bitching.
1: <laughs> Fuck, man. There you go. Well, guys, this is why we're here. Survivor Series. If Cooter had to pick a team, I had to pick a team. We're going at it right now, guys. Uh, we're, we have Survivor Series happening. Now, Cooter, I kind of miss every fucking match being a team i mean that was was great you know it's like you had the ultimate warriors the hulkamaniacs them whatever uh you had teams each year uh, around thanksgiving and you know now we just have raw versus smackdown they've pretty much changed it into the night of champions almost or team or raw versus smackdown pay-per-view uh, but it's survivor series ladies and gentlemen you
0: don't get sick of that honestly you thought that every match like that was cool
1: once a year, I mean, you know, it, it's it's cool to see, you know, it, it, that it's different. You know, we don't have the same thing, and I don't know. It's just, it just going back going. Yeah, my, but, you know, when you say something
0: like it, that, and then they have these, like, themed pay-per-views, like Hell in a Cell, and then there would be, like, two or three Hell in a Cell's, and you'd be like, oh, enough with all the Hell in a Cell matches. You know what I mean? It's like, but, you know, I'm not, but it's the same thing. It's like, all right, do we need to have, like, you know, three Royal Rumble matches, one for the women's, one for the men's, and one for, like, the IC title division? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know.
1: It's just its stupid. It's just too much of a good thing. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, even then, uh, we're here, and we're going to have champions versus champions. Who's the better brand come Survivor Series? So let's just... Once again, start from the bottom and work our way to the top. Uh, the cruiserweight, two-time cruiserweight champion Enzo Amore goes against Kalisto. This is uh, not really a Raw versus SmackDown match. This is just a cruiserweight match. But yeah, moving along, moving <laughs> along. Fuck, who cares? And are, are this. we going to have a two-time Kalisto or a, you know a, a Enzo Amore retains really quick? Oh, they got to put it on. They got to keep it
0: on. Enzo is the only reason why that show has any rating whatsoever. (laughs) And that's sad saying. Like, again, we've been saying it for months. The only new additions that we had to that roster since the Cruiserweight Classic were Austin Aries, Neville, and now Kalisto. Mm. And two of those three, you know, are no longer in the company, uh, allegedly. So we we need to stick some, some new talent in that division in quick because, seriously, if I have to see... 205 Live main event <laughs> Raw one more time with, like, Enzo Amore. I might just fix myself a glass sandwich with onions.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have the Raw versus SmackDown women's rosters versus each other. So we have uh, team captain on Raw. We got Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bailey versus the captain, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Tamina Snuka, and is there a is there a mystery is there a mystery, uh, it's a mystery partner credo god because this
0: this is we the, one of the problems that we've had with this card from the beginning it's changed so many times uh, three different matches have changed it was it, it's it's been ridiculous now that Charlotte is the champion she will be pulled from that match and the mystery partner will be on the SmackDown team
1: Oh, so it's got to be Paige. Paige is going to be coming back, right? We heard all that. New rumors coming, uh, coming out of the interweb, right? Uh, who else would be than Paige, right?
0: You know, I've heard a lot of rumors, but you know what? You, you guys are all missing the obvious. People are like, Paige, or there's going to be a move up. I say it's the return of Nikki Bella, and why not? John Cena's on the same card, and <sighs> Big Match Johnny doesn't go anywhere without his fluffer, motherfucker. Ugh. I'm okay. telling you, you watch. People, you heard it
1: here first. I'm calling it. God damn it. It's so sad. Well, uh, mystery to be seen. And if it's fucking Nikki Bella. Uh, fucking Nikki Bella. All right. Well, uh, Cooter, who's winning? The Raw or the the SmackDown women?
0: Uh, it's bad enough that Raw's got Asuka on there, but you put Nia Jax on there, too. There's There's no question. This
1: is Raw. The tag team champs. Uh, the Bar versus SmackDown champs, The Usos. Now, obviously, there's no belts on the line. It's pretty much bragging rights. Uh, who's the better team, Cooter? The Bar? Oh, there's no question that it's The Usos. You're going to get The Usos.
0: I have to. But, you know, I, I'm, this is one of the matches that it really has disappointed me because originally it was supposed to be Ambrose and Rollins, The Shield versus The Usos. And, you know, that was the one match on the card that I was looking forward to when we still had your girl Natty Nadhi versus, uh, what's her face? Bliss. Little Miss Bliss. Bliss. And we had Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. And, you know, this was the one thing I'm like, all right, I, that's actually a match I could get into. Sheamus and Cesaro against the Usos. It's heel team versus heel team. Eh, Okay. Whatever,
1: moving along. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at it on the wall, I'm going to have to go with the Usos too. Uh, but hey, a match I'm kind of interested in seeing, uh, the Intercontinental Champion, The Miz, versus United States Champion, Baron Corbin, mid-card mid mid title versus mid-card title. Uh, do you think we're going to get something good out of this? I mean, fucking promos from The Miz have been awesome all the time. And Baron Corbin, I mean, you know, he's he's been the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. He's also lost his briefcase for uh, Money in the Bank, but he's now the United States Champion. Cooter, uh, are we gonna get who's gonna be the best of the mid card?
0: You know what, I I I think that should the Miz lose this, he can recover from it, and I think uh, Corbin kind of needs the push. Um, you know. Should the Miz lose? I mean, it could help develop a program against Kurt Angle. For him punishing the Miz for not defending Raw's honor properly. You know, he didn't take the match seriously. And it's going to get, you know, something. I don't know. Sure. Or even Triple H could, you know, punish him and, and come back to Raw for not defending Raw's honor or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting. Uh, it, what What I think is great is this match is barely promoted on the show's. And it's basically been promoted via social media. Mm. So it's like, well, if the WWE isn't going to promote our
1: match, maybe we should. There you go. Uh, you know, I The Miz has been awesome uh, all year, just on the mic. He's just definitely, he's just like a new person, just compared to some of these other guys who just can't talk the way he can, I guess, or just put on promos or just does what he does. Uh, and, you know... I don't know. I'm pulling for the Miz on this one. We'll see what happens though. But moving right along. It's a fucking four hour show, Cooter. Get ready for a fucking shift at work this weekend. Uh Alexa Bliss, women's champion from Raw versus the new the newly crowned fucking SmackDown women's champion, Charlotte Flair. Uh women versus woman versus woman. Who's the better women's champion? <sighs> Cooter, what's happening? Because, you know, I, don't I, know. I think there, there's a... I don't know. There's a. I don't know. There's an elephant in the room on this one I want to get to.
0: Well, yeah, and I know where you're going with this because I, I, I did make mention of that on a podcast earlier that I got kicked off of. Steve's <laughs> Wrestling Ramble. I got kicked off of Steve's Wrestling Ramble. How did that happen? Oh, no. Um, You know, this is much better than what it initially was, which was Alexa Bliss... Versus Natty Nightheart, who I love, but at the end of the day, no one's coming to watch Natty Nightheart versus Alexa Bliss. They might come for Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair, and uh, you know what? The dirtiest player in the game versus uh, the goddess. I mean, I think Alexa Bliss takes this somehow by by hook and by crook, or maybe uh, maybe Charlotte wins by DQ. Alexa hits her with a belt and, you know, just gives up the match because she doesn't want to lose,
1: you know, cleanly, which could be a great setup for what you're thinking. Yeah, and, you know, I'm kind of confused because, like... is Charlotte a face now, or she's still a heel? But we just kind of played her as a face because of Daddy. What happened recently, and I'm confused because she's still the queen. Now she's like the evil queen or whatever. So I'm kind of confused if she's gonna be a full time heel or she's like a face. Now. I don't know what the fuck she is. But anyway, uh, you know I, she she beat Natty. Okay, she's a new champion. I don't think her losing already is gonna do anything for her. Uh, it's not gonna help anything. So I see. Ugh, at the end of the day, Charlotte winning, but I could see Alexa, you know, hitting her over the head with a belt or something like that, and then boom, 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 the realest chick in the room cashes in on her. I would love to see a cash in on Charlotte because, a, we said at the beginning of the show, I said it, she's fucking seven times, six time, twenty time, whatever champ within two years. Oh, stop crying. And she doesn't need it. So I feel if you get the championship offer, uh, put it on Carmella. Now you have uh, maybe Charlotte, you know, working her way in programs with uh, Carmella. And I don't know. I, I could see it's a nice Here, change here's, of pace. Here's something you're not factoring I in. I want to cash in. I want to cash in. If, if you want to cash in, okay,
0: is there more prestige for Carmella's first title reign winning it against Natty Nightheart, or Charlotte? And really. that's why you have the belt on Charlotte because you, do, as much as no, you yeah, don't fit like it, you know yeah. what? Hey, agree. Carmella beat Charlotte Flair for the title. Wow, holy shit! Didn't think that that would ever happen. Yeah, and it kind so of gives it gives. Or you're gonna say, oh wow, <laughs> Carmella beat Natty not her for the belt. And no one's like, yeah, well, who cares? You know, it's fucking Natty. I love Natty, but I mean,
1: come on. No, sure. And, you know, it, it gives Carmella that little bit of a boost, you know, I guess. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's her. Yes. So I think it'll work out for her too. And I hope it happens. I mean, I don't, I don't. she doesn't need to hold that fucking money in the bank to like next year, but who knows? You never know what's going to happen, but uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. It could be an interesting match. I think the only thing I really want to see is a cash in on that match, but uh, we're going to have the shield versus the new day. Uh, you know, when the shield was put back together, Cooter, I thought they were going to get another huge push. And then meningitis happened. And then we had interim shield members of Kurt angle, triple H overseas and, and so on. And now Roman reigns made his way back to the shield against the new day is, I mean, is this just because we only have three guys on three guys over here or what? Uh, I don't know. I mean, is I think at the end of the day, you have to give it to the Shield. I think they're the most dominant out of all these guys. It would definitely be a big upset for the New Day to, to beat them, right?
0: Listen, I'm I'm not going to be one. I was not a fan of the reunion. I don't care. I thought it should have just been Ambrose and Rollins as a tag team. Uh, you know, I could see them having like a nostalgia match. This is the one time. I, I love Ambrose. And Rollins is a team, and they're just using the Shield to get Roman Reigns over. That's not why I don't like it. It's just it, because it's not the same. It's like when DX came back with Sean and Hunter in 2007, I believe it was like, oh wow, it's DX, yeah, but it's not what we remember. It's not the same Shield. It's different. It's it's a nostalgia act, and I I I'm not like cool with it.
1: Well, you brought up a good not. point because I mean, you know, Survivor Series is where the shield debuted a number of years ago. I'm not going to Google it right now, but uh, going right. off the top of my head. So they debuted there, uh, you know, and, and like you said, I think it's, it is a thing almost to keep Roman over with the fans, if you will, because they're not going to boo the shield. They're always going to cheer for it.
0: Right. They've tried everything to get these people to cheer for Roman Reigns. And the one thing that could do it, they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to do it we got to waste two other talents to get Roman Reigns over and keep him in a stable. It's the only way we can get people to cheer for him.
1: And it's almost like a hitting the reset button because, I mean, you've had, after the Shield broke up, I mean, all three men went on to win the WWE Heavyweight Championship. And then, you know, uh, Seth Rollins got injured and he kind of faded to the back, the back of the room. Uh, they never really put the strap on him ever since his injury. Dean Ambrose held it for a quick minute. Uh, then Roman Reigns, you know, has been in and out of it, but you know, it, it's almost like they needed to put the Shield together to hit that reset button, just to break them up again to to really ignite. Do it right, really, yeah. What they really want to do. do. Right. So I mean, I don't see a long reunion with them. I mean, I could honestly see the Shield breaking up again this weekend. That's how, you know, I don't see them sticking around till next year. Like it, it's, I don't know if it's needed. I don't know why they really did it as far as long term plans, but I don't know. Something it something seems fishy about this match, and something. I mean, yeah, if they get the win, but I don't see them sticking together we've for We've already long. spent too much time talking about this. That's it's, right. And we, we, we've talked
0: about the Shield, and we haven't said anything about the New Day. You know why? Because we're tired of them, too. <laughs> so moving along, <laughs> let's talk about the main event.
1: The Universal, universal. Well, Champion. Well, well, the two main events, Cooter. We have our uh, a traditional Survivor Series elimination match right, with, with the captain, Kurt Angle, with the newly... Returned Triple H, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Sam- and Samoa oh, Joe. Oh, what a that's team!
0: A fucking monster of a team, dude.
1: Versus Shane McMahon as captain, Ugh. John Cena who worked so hard to be on this team, Randy Orton, Shinsuke yes. Nakamura, and poor you know the the new source thumb who sticks out. Bobby Roode. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like he sticks out here because they don't know what to do with him. Poor Dolph Ziggler. Nowhere to be seen on this card, but we got Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Cooter, I mean, just get right to it. What's happening? What do you see happening?
0: It's crazy. I mean, both teams have legends, up-and-comers, veterans, the whole nine yards. Um, SmackDown's got an old-ass team. You got old-ass Shane McMahon in there. He's got more gray hair than my grandfather's bush. Mm-hmm. All right. you got fucking. God, John Cena, who's like here for a cup of coffee and then just we'll leave again, which is cool. Like, whatever. I'm not hating. It's just I don't know why he's in the match. I like I'd love to see John Cena in a match, just not necessarily this one with no buildup and no earning it. And who else is on that team? It's another old ass dude on this team. We got Randy Orton. Yeah, another. That's, that's another old. And I hate saying it because he's just, he's just stagnant right now. What the, f- the, the Rusev thing. We killed the greatest gimmick, Rusev Day. Man,
1: you, oh, know, that, you know, look. I'm looking at this on paper, guys. As you guys are listening out there, I'm looking at it, and I'm like looking who's the counterpart is. So like, Kurt Angle. Okay, his counter is Shane McMahon. Like who's yes. you know the opposite? Triple H. I would go with John Cena John as his Cena. counterpart. Uh, Strowman, uh, I would have gone with. I mean, maybe there is nobody like. Yeah, I would have. I would have put it like Rusev almost as that counterpart. But almost maybe. Well, Samoa Joe. I would have. I would have said maybe Rusev could have been his counterpart. Yeah. Or may. I mean, if Shinsky and Samoa kind of counterpart each other, good. Yes. Bobby rude. <sighs> Who does that leave? Bobby rude and. Randy Orton and then Finn Balor over there, but it's like you know what I mean. Like you think they would have the yeah, equal exactly on each side, and it's just some names. It's like, all right, we'll just throw them on there. Uh, it,
0: then, you know what though? I'm I'm kind of glad they do that because, like last year, I remember you complaining about the fact <laughs> that, like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, but this this was a point that you had brought up where you hated the fact that how that five on five just seemed to be a bunch of different feuds. Happening in that match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where this is kind of like, all right, we had to work to get on our team. We had to earn our shot as opposed to, all right, well, these three guys are in a feud. So let's put them in the match against these guys. Mm. It's, it it just didn't really make much sense,
1: but okay. I mean, we've had the invasion from SmackDown. They started it off a few weeks ago. Then last week we saw raw counterpart with their invasion so everybody's invaded, uh, but I don't know. At the end of the day, who are you gonna see stand tall on this? I mean, my gut is saying Raw is gonna stand tall. Uh, with who winning it, I don't know. Uh, I honestly feel like they're gonna make Kurt Angle win it. You know, I, I feel there's something to that effect. But uh, at the same time, I think it should go to like Finn Balor or you know a Samoa Joe it's, or something. It's gotta
0: go to a Braun Strowman. It has to. Yeah. We don't. We don't have him. Power Slam came through a ring for no reason to make him look <laughs> that strong. Just for nothing. Sure. There has to be a reason why we're allowing him to put an old man out to pasture and throw him through a cage. And now, you know, take another old man out to pasture and put him through a ring. There you go. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're setting up Braun to look real pretty in this match,
1: bro. Yeah, well... I think at the end of the day, we're going to have to go with Team Raw being the winners for this. I mean, you got Triple H, you got Kurt Angle, you got Finn Balor, Strowman, Samoa Joe, poor Shinsuke, poor Bobby Roode, John Cena is just going to be here for a day. Randy Orton's still looking for something. Shane McMahon still holding on to that. I don't know. Let me ask you a question Are you okay with the fact that
0: Shinsuke Nakamura is in this match? I mean, he is Japanese, and I know how you feel
1: about the Japanese. (laughs) I am perfectly okay with it. I am perfectly okay with it. But, you know...
0: Do you think Funaki is a great Japanese announcer?
1: (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Uh, All right, the main event for Survivor Series. We talked about all these matches happening this weekend. The main event could have been Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'm not even sure this will be the main event, but it could be... I don't know, I think it would be, but you think maybe Survivor Series, they might end it with the team matchup, like, right, who wins Raw or whatever, but AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar, a dream match, a match we have not seen yet, Uh, champion versus champion, no belts on the line, obviously, but uh, Cooter, I mean, uh, they gotta love AJ Styles, I mean, yes, he was the guy who came in from, you know, parts unknown, and... You know, took over the company, if you will. Uh, he's been awesome. Does, you know, he, he lives the life of a champion. Fucking wrestling in Chile one weekend. Sick. Goes to California. Flies to New York. Like, this guy's all over the country for WWE. He defines what being a champion is. Uh, against the Beast, who comes around once in a while. Uh, who, do, who What do you see happening? I mean, I've actually looked up uh, numbers for Brock's matches recently and the time limits. And this isn't. Exactly, but it it somehow went from, like, nine minutes to five minutes, and it kept going down to four or three, and then it was, like, two or one or something like that. It's Something like that. It was, like, a nine-minute match, a five-minute match, a four-minute match, a two-minute match. And, like, do you think they'll actually give Brock and AJ a decent amount of time to to shine in in the ring and just give a good show? I think they have to because they're both top champions of the show.
0: and. If I may be so bold, I think that this could be the match of the night. I really feel that way because Brock Lesnar, as limited as he is, is an incredible athlete, and so is AJ Styles, and it's completely different styles. I think AJ, being that Shawn Michaels type of guy who can just make people he looks with look amazing, um, I think he will sell awesomely for Brock and I think Brock will respect him enough to let him get his shit in. And I think this could steal the show. I think these two working together uh, really is – I'm, I'm, this is way better than Jinder Mahal. Come on. I mean <laughs> – I couldn't even imagine this, that kind of oh, happening right now. Like, like I, I hope that would not have closed the show because, I mean, <laughs> do you know how many WWE – Networks would be turned off the second they saw fucking (laughs) the Singh brothers coming out. Like, god damn!
1: It's gonna be interesting. What does close the show? Because I'm saying this would be an awesome match to close the show. But then again, I see them pretty much doing like the team Raw versus SmackDown is closing it. But uh... I
0: got something. Let me count this because we got all right. So that's not we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So. Yeah, they would have to close it with one of the two because you know they're gonna do three SmackDown wins, three Raw wins, or whatever the last match will be will determine who is the better brand, you know, because they'll have four to three. Yeah, unless you know it's a screw job somehow, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot that could happen because a lot of people have been talking about. Watch SmackDown win that five-man one because Jason Jordan cost them
1: the win. Well, here's this. So we talked about, you know, okay, Natalia Neidhart won't be on Survivor Series. Dolph Ziggler is not nowhere to be seen. Uh, what about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Two big names not on the show. Could they cost Team SmackDown? Could that, you know, further fuel... The feud going on over there, you know, there's some names that are just, like, out. And it's, like, yeah. surprising. Like, really? You're not going to have Kevin Owens on the show? You're Universal Champion, Intercontinental Champion, you know, the man of championships. It's surprising. And if he doesn't do something where they interfere, then I'll be really even more surprised that he had nothing to do on the show. But Somebody I- mentioned
0: that to me today earlier, that why not have Kevin Owens... Help Triple H win that match the same way that Triple H helped him win the Universal Champion and just wink at him like, Remember, you helped me, now I'm helping you, and maybe bring him back to Raw because him and Sammy, I, we all thought Sammy was booked like shit on Raw. He goes to the land of opportunity and gets booked even more like shit, <laughs> Do, doing fucking jobs to the guy who sings Rusev
1: Day's theme song. That's it. So you got a little That's bit of surprises fun. happening this weekend. I mean, to where the what if factors, like what if Kevin Owen shows up or something. I mean, there's a, lot, a four hour showman and you, you got a lot of people left off of it, and it's surprising. That's what I'm saying. If you had more of these team matches, you could had more guys on the show, and I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 gonna be a long weekend. Uh, a lot of stuff happening next week. Mm. We're gonna. You have... know, what my favorite
0: part is. You know, my favorite part about Survivor Series is. What's that? What, what what year is it? 2017. So that would be the 20 year anniversary of the Montreal screw job, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, that's one of my favorites.
1: Vince screwed
0: Vince.
1: Brett. <laughs> uh, either Just way, guys, like that. <laughs> let us know. Tweet us at A Wrestling POD. I'm at Credo. You can tweet at me the angry underscore one
0: that's the word one not the number one you bitches
1: and uh, hey next week we'll have minority mike back in the house he'll be the judge of our little debate in mark court uh, we had a little bit earlier so stay tuned can you believe this shit
0: no gender mahal on the pay-per-view
1: <laughs> what's your deal with him anyway why the
0: fuck do you like him so much i told you Because he's the fucking modern day Maharaja. That's why.